You're listening to Essence Purpose Podcast, the podcast where you find purpose within a poem. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Essence Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Essence E, and I pray everyone is having a beautiful day in the Lord. And today in episode 22, the topic is called End of Age. But before we really get into our topic, I would just like to start off with a prayer so the Lord may guide my words on what I'll be speaking about today. So please bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Holy Father God, I want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for food, clothes, and shelter. Heavenly Father, God, just please let this minister to someone, and please let them be ready for the events that are about to come. Lord Jesus, we know that one day you're coming back soon, and I just and I just pray that we each and every one of us are prepared for that great day. That each and every one of us will keep our 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 oils our oil on us and our, our lamps lit. Heavenly Father, God. Heavenly Father, God, we just want to thank you for everything you've given us and done for us. And Lord Jesus, please bless my words on what I'll be speaking about. Please let your Holy Spirit use me and guide me, Heavenly Father, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, God, for this time, for this fellowship with my brothers and sisters out there, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you've given us and done for us, Abba Abba Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord Jesus, we just ask this in the mighty name of Yahshua's name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So today's topic is called the end of age. And I know a lot of people are probably wondering, what does that mean? What that means is pretty soon um, the church age is going to be over. See, right now in this world, we are in the church age, which means that you have this ability to accept Christ now and not be a part of the events that are about to come. And when I say that, when I say that, I know some people might find that confusing, but there, there is going to be a time where God's hand is really going to, is really going to be taken back. And that time is during the tribulation. See, the thing is, there is a fight going on all around us. And a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know that they're just going on their merry lives, not realizing what's really surrounding, what's really surrounding them. There is spiritual warfare. There is spiritual warfare all around us. It's a battle for souls. It is a battle for souls. And we all need to be prepared for what's about to come. I believe this, this whole coronavirus in, in a way God is trying to wake up everyone in his own way. He is trying to wake up everyone and say, look, the time is near. The time is near and it's going to be very, very soon. And I want you to be prepared for that. And we as Christians do not need to be afraid of this coronavirus. Yes, let's be cautious and let's be safe. But we have to have more faith over fear. We have to know that we have the blood of Christ within us. We have to know that God is truly, truly touching us and that no hand of evil 
is going to be against us. We truly need to remember that. We truly need to know to remember. No, not to know. To know and to remember who is in control. Who is in control of everything. God is always in control. He is always in control no matter what happens. And we and we need to know that. We do not need to fear what's out there. Do we need to be cautious? Yes, most absolutely. But the thing is, we need to have more faith and not fear. We are the children of God and we need to have more faith. And we need to be preparing our lamps. We need to keep our, our lamps lit for the Lord. We need to keep moving and praying and fasting and moving in the Lord. Not looking back. We need to keep looking forward. Remember that. Because pretty soon this world is going to be rocked with an event that is never ever seen before. And I know a lot of people out there do not believe in the rapture. But I do. I do. I believe that God is going to take his church out out of what's about to come. He is going to take the church out. He is going to take his church out. And that's what I mean when I say the church age. Because God is giving every man, every man, woman, child, an opportunity to come to him. An opportunity, an opportunity to serve God. See, we serve God pretty much freely here. We serve him freely. We can pray. We can uh, we can worship him. We have our churches. But pretty soon, as, as you look at the news and, and, and what they're doing to the church, some people are shooting up churches. They don't even allow prayers in, in most schools anymore. And you see where that is leading up to. You see where this world is going. This world is not going to be in the church in the church age forever. And I believe that this this coronavirus is 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 God is really trying to wake up people and to make them actually see. Do not look at the disease, but look at the at at, at the thing that's about to come. Because this right here, this corona this coronavirus, this ain't nothing. I know a lot of people are trying to say it's something. People are dying. Yes, and I just pray that those people had Christ in their life. Yes, this is something. But but when you really look at it, when you really look at it in, a, in your spiritual eye, it's nothing compared to what's to come. This right here, I believe, is God trying to wake people up and make them realize that something bigger is coming. And you need to be prepared. Not getting toilet paper. Not getting hand sanitizer. Not getting tissues, paper towels. Whatever it, what, whatever it is that you're getting. He is trying to spiritually prepare you for what is to come. He is trying to get your attention. He is trying to say, my child, Accept me into your heart. I don't want to see you back here and all the suffering that's going to happen pretty soon. There is more suffering to come. There is much more suffering to come. When the church age is over, when the last person accepts the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that's when the Lord Jesus is going to come back. A lot of people don't believe in the rapture, but I do. I have read it in the word. 
about 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 the rapture. It may not say the word rapture, but I do fully believe that that the rapture is coming before the tribulation, because I believe after the rapture, that's where the tribulation will come. And no one. No one wants to be here. No, but no one wants to be here during that time. And I just implore you to please seek the Father, to please accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior if you haven't yet. If there's anyone listening to this, please look into your heart. If God's been knocking on your door, don't shut him out. Accept him into your heart and into your soul. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this right here, is a wake up call. Is, is God trying to say this is only the tip of the iceberg of what's to come? You see that there is no bread on the shelf. Ima- just imagine a world where it'll be nothing, no shipments, no anything, no food being delivered from anywhere. Just imagine that. There could be one day that a piece of bread will be worth more than a piece of gold. I just, I just implore you to accept the Lord into your heart and to really, truly see what God is doing. People are seeing through their flesh, but we really need to be seeing through his spirit. Let his Holy Spirit show you. Let his Holy Spirit into you. Please. Because there are going to be events that are coming that that no one has ever seen before. And yes, the, there will be tribulation. And there will be people who will turn to God, but it's going to be even harder to worship God than ever. When you are caught worshiping the Lord, you are going to be killed. It's happening now in different countries. But pretty soon, it's going to be every single place. You will not be able to pray. You will not be able to say the name Jesus. You will not be able to pick up your Bible. If they see you with your Bible, they can put. They will have a law where they will put you in jail if you have your word out reading it. And I know no one wants to be left back here without God's hand really here on this earth. God will be with those who have accepted him. But God is going to allow this man of sin to do what what he's going to do. You know who that man of sin is? It's Satan himself. Satan himself is going to walk this earth. Because he wants to be like God. He wants to be worshipped like God. He wants to be revered like God. And a lot of people are are going to fall for this. But I... I just pray that this resonates with your spirit and that you will not fall for this. You will not have on your rose colored glasses. You will not have on your rose colored glasses to this. And I just pray, I pray in the mighty name of Yeshua that you will open up your eyes and see what's really going on all around us. Because we are living in this fear 
we are living we are living in this fear of people uh getting into fights in grocery stores o- o- over tissues and over water and and for what it's not the end of the world it truly is not the end of the world it is not yet we have to remember who's in charge we have to we have to remember not to fear anything. Just remember that God is always with us. And it says in Luke twenty one eleven, there will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and pestilence pestilences and there will be terrors and great sides from heaven. But just remember the end is not yet. The end is not yet. And it also says in Second Peter three ten, we we have to watch for him and, and we have to realize what's going on. We have to watch for the Lord, because He is coming. And it, and it says here, but the day of the Lord will be will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved in the earth, and the works that are done on it will be exposed. He will come as a thief in the night. And we have to remember an, another an, another one. I have many verses here. It says Matthew twenty four four th- uh, four, and uh, it says four through thirty one. But I'm only gonna read gonna read some. And it says, and Jesus answered them, "See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of birth pains. All of these." are the beginning of birth pains. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And we really have to open up our eyes and to truly see. And we as Christians should not be running around afraid. It's one thing when the people of the world are acting all afraid, but we as Christians, we should not be afraid because we know there's a higher power at work here. So please, just take the time and open up your eyes and really see the Lord Jesus. And really, and really get in your word and, re- and realize that these are just birth pains. And that you should not be afraid if you are in him. Because people will, people will try to come and say that they are him, but they are not. We need to, we need, we need to remember that God is in control. We need to remember to be in our word and, and, to, and, to, and to really see the truth. We really need to see the truth. Remember, we are the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night and we are not of darkness. We are not none of those things. So we need to remain faithful. We need to remain prayerful. We need to know that the Lord has us, and that and that nothing will come and nothing will come against us. 
just know that that the Lord has our backs. And if we truly are in the Lord, we do not need to be afraid. Because whatever's for you is for you. It doesn't it doesn't matter what you do. Because it, anything that's in that's in the Lord, that's in Christ, even if you do get get something like that, you, you do you realize that you can be a testimony and God can heal you? And you can be a testimony to people and say, I had I had this coronavirus, but the Lord healed me. And I'm and I I can testify myself that God can heal because He's healed me. He's healed me on several occasions. Once when I was a little girl, and and, and once when I was now that I'm grown, He has healed me. So no one can ever tell me that God does not heal anyone because He truly He truly does. So please, we should not be afraid of what's going on out there. You know what we sh- we need to be doing. We need to be sharing his gospel. We need to be sh- uh, sharing the gospel like he says in Matthew 28, 16 through 20. That is what we need to be doing. And I'm I am going I'm going to read the those verses because I believe those those verses are very important. It's a promise that he made to his disciples when he was when he was going back to heaven. And I'm going to read it for you guys. And it says that the 11 disciples went away to Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Now that was Christ's promise. And he, and he told them to go and teach and baptizing people in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. That is what, that, that is what it's all about. We need to be proclaiming Jesus name. We need to be telling people about the Lord and what he's done for us. Not to be uh not to be afraid of this of this coronavirus. Let me tell you something. We are all going to die one day. We are all going to die. I don't we don't know what from yet, but someday we are not going to be here. But we need but one thing that we need to do is to leave behind something to let people know about God's goodness. That is what we're here for. To tell everyone about God's goodness, God's mercy, God's love, God's grace. This is this is what we need to be doing. This is what we were put on the earth for to spread the good news and to share with others Christ's love. It is not for us to sit here and be in fear of what's out there in the world. That is what the enemy wants. He wants us to be afraid. He wants us to to be afraid of this and think that God is not going to do anything or he's just sitting back there and just watching all of this. No. There is a greater work at here. Work here. There truly is. And we really really need to get up and start being in prayer and asking and asking the Lord uh to guide us uh through through this whole thing because this whole thing is going to end pretty soon i believe that with all my heart this whole thing is going to end pretty soon 
We just need to, to trust in the Lord and what he's doing and to not have any fear. Let's not fear what's out there. Please let us not fear what's out there. So I just pray that that this that, that this resonates to everyone. That everyone realizes who's in control that that nor uh that no form of weapon will will form against will form against you because you have the Lord in your life, you have Christ's blood running through your veins. I just want everyone to really know that and to not sit up here and be a fearful of this coronavirus. Cause like I said, we are all, we are all going, going to die someday. We are. What matters is what do we leave behind for the Lord? What is it that did we do for the Lord? Because only what you do for Christ will last only what you do for him. We have to really be doing these things for him. Not for ourselves. You know, some people, some people do do this for their own self-glorification. They want people to see them. They want people to give them compliments They because they want to feed off that because they see other people getting compliments. They think they should be getting compliments. They're not really doing it for the Lord, but they're just doing it for self. And I just encourage anyone in the body of Christ, really examine yourself, examine your heart. If you really are doing this for yourself and not for him, you really have to change your heart really quick because nothing that you do will prosper. I'm saying that I'm saying that now and whatever manipulation entrapment, I am just trying to get this out there to each and every person. Christ is coming back soon and he is not going to wait on you. He is not going to wait on you. He's going to take his church and he's going to leave. He's going to take the church and he's going to leave. It says he will come as a thief in the night. He's not going to wait on you. Because he's like, I gave you every single opportunity each and every single day to make steps in your life to change. And if you have not changed by the time I get back, then I'm sorry. I'm not going to take you. You had time. You had time. And we have to, we have to remember, what, what, what is it that we do with our time? What, what do we do with our time? Do we do do we uh spend time with the Lord? Do we talk to the Lord? Do we get in our word? Or do we just lay stagnant sometimes? And you can admit if you have, because I've done that. I, I, I say this to you, I, I say this to you and myself as well. Cause like I said, no one here is perfect. Come on now, no one here is perfect. We all have gotten stagnant, we've all have done things that we're not proud of. And we're still sitting sometimes day after day, but we have to know, but we have to repent. We have to know to repent to the Lord and to try to turn from, for whatever is in the, in us. That's not in him. So I'm just encouraging not only people out there who are in the world, but we, but we need to be encouraging each other in the body of Christ. Because like I said, time is winding down and it's winding down really fast. And we need to stop with, uh, with, with all this self gain. We need to stop if we're doing anything that's not of God, like manipulation, entrapment, trying to put, uh, godly twist on things when we're all, when we're only doing it for ourselves. 
And what I mean when I say godly twist is that you use the word for your own self gain. That's what I mean about godly twist. So I'm just encouraging each and every person out there to re-examine your heart, re-examine everything that you're doing and really give it to the Lord. Just be just admit it. Just be truthful. He already knows the truth, but it's better if if it comes from the heart and you admit it. You see. I know that uh, that that there are people out there who are who who do like the things for self, but they do love God. I'm not going to say that they don't because I don't know their heart. But if you're moving in a certain way that does not look right, I would suggest that you just re-examine yourself. Just re-examine yourself. That's We have to re-examine ourselves daily. We have to check our hearts daily. So I just encourage everyone in the body of Christ to do that. You know, just, just, just re-examine everything. And, and, really and really do it for God don't don't do it for self gain do not do it for self gain remember God God loves you and he wants you to grow he wants you he wants to put his light in you but if you're just doing this for yourself, how is he able how is he able to do that, to do to do that for you when you're go, when you want to do it for self-glorification? So I just encourage each and every one of you out there to re-examine yourself because I know I have to re-examine myself. I know I have to. Because just because just because you have a, a a platform, it doesn't mean anything. Because that platform, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about him. It's about the Lord. He gets all the glory. Because he put that in you. He gave you your gifts. He gave them all to you. And if you go out of hand with it, he will take those gifts away. You don't want your gifts from God to be taken away. So just re-examine yourself daily. Know who you're doing this for daily. Just know who you're doing this for. And stay in him and stay in his presence. You know? So I just encourage each and every person person to do that. I know I kind of went off topic there for a minute. But I just think that it has to be t- said because we need to really straighten up as the body of Christ. Because time is winding down. Time is winding down and we need to be ready. We need to be ready. So I would just like to like to read uh, the end of age. And I wrote this poem. I wrote this poem a while back and I thought it was important to write about what's really what's really going on in this world and we really 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 need to be ready and so this this poem is called the end of age when i look at the world and all the blessings god has bestowed upon us 
we have to remember there's a new dawn arising and one day the things we know will be gone and we will have to make a choice of which side we're on people against one another famine after famine nation against nation plagues of pestilences in different places that most people try to hide in different spaces many will come in the name of christ and appear as an angel of light but will deceive many with false doctrines and lies so people can feel good in their own demise many will not receive love from the god above but will choose hate because their hearts have gotten hard and cold. They don't care about truth or how it is told. Truth will be preached throughout the world. It is up to us to listen. His glorious appearance is coming soon. Be prepared and be ready because he may come at noon. Two people in the house, one taken, the other one left behind. When this happens, there will be so much sorrow. People will be hoping for a better tomorrow. One day... There will be no sun, no moon, not even the stars will give her light to shine. That's why it's best to pray and discern to see the signs. Like the days before the flood, they will not see or hear until it's too late, and the doors are sealed, so let's share the gospel near and far. Let the truth be proclaimed, and let his word be spread like a golden flame. Time is almost up. We are living in the last days. Don't be blind by the world's beauty and glamour. There's a war surrounding us all. We need to be fighting in prayer and put on our armor so we can be prepared. Wake up. Do not be deceived. Do not let do not let lies climb in your ears. Just pray to God to see the signs. Receive his love before it's time. Amen. I think it's important that we spread truth as much as we can, that we show others the love of Christ. It's very, very important that people see, see the light that Christ has put in us. I know sometimes we have our days where people do not see that light. (laughs) They see something else, but they don't see that light. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done because our flesh, who I can tell you the other day, my flesh was enraged and (laughs) Lord knows it. I was, I thank God for my day, but it was just not a good day. And some days you will get like that. Some days we are not perfect, but we have to continually ask God, please God, perfect us. Let people see our light. Let, let, let spread your truth. Let spread your truth for, for those who need to hear it. Heavenly father, God, that is what we need to be, need to be practicing. We need to be saying that prayer every single day. And I know I said earlier why, uh, how I believe in the rapture, and it may not say rapture of the Bible, but I, I want to read this verse. And th- to me, th- these verses confirm that Christ is going to come and he's coming soon. And I believe he's going to take his church before before all this, before the tribulation, everything, a lot of people think that Jesus is going to come during the tribulation. No, he is going to come before. And then that's when, that's when this man of sin is going to appear. And I'm going to read from first Thessalonians. It'll be four. Um, I'm gonna start off with, it's a chapter four. Uh, I'm gonna start at verse 14. 
For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord should not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another, comfort one another with these words. Amen. So please, have comfort in those words. That Christ is coming for us. He is coming to take his church home to be in glory. And we really need to be need to be prepared. And we should not have no fear because God left us the comforter, the Holy Spirit. He's the one that comforts us. He's the one that, that speaks through us. We should not have any fear about any any disease that's out there. There are so many diseases in this world to catch. And and I understand about this one. This one's airborne. This one, you can't really touch. Like I said, just, just be smart, but have faith. Have faith over fear. Have faith. Be cautious, but have faith. God hath, has not given us the power of spirit of fear, but of power, but power of love and of a sound mind. We do not need to fear. We just need to be cautious. We need to be aware, but we have nothing to fear when we're in Christ. There are so many diseases out here. Sometimes people get cancer. You don't even know where that could come from in your body. You're like, you could be healthy one day and then you can have cancer the next day. It's weird how that works. And no one knows how cancer even forms. Sometimes, I mean, you can eat something and then it can form cancerous cells. That's scary. The common cold sometimes. People used to die back there from the common cold. That's scary. Fever, pneumonia, all these things. All these things that are out there. You can die from a deadly flu. I mean, I, I believe the coronavirus is a deadly flu. But people were dying of the flu. People were dying of the swine flu. People were people were dying from several other different things. And yet we are afraid of this. We are afraid of this. Buying a whole bunch of things. Don't get me wrong. I did buy some things. But that's because everybody was fl- was go- was taking it all off the shelf and leaving none for anyone else. So when things like this happen, we just really have to put our trust in the Lord and know that we are protected and that God has got this. And God sees all all these things that are happening. But maybe God is saying, I need you guys to wake up right now. I need you to wake up. He's He's begging. He is begging everyone to wake up. And to really see what's really surrounding them. That it's not this corona that, that that should have people in fear. It should be the fear of not, not having Christ's love in your life. That should be the fear. Your fear should not ha- should be not having Jesus Christ in your heart. That should be your fear. Eternal damnation should be your fear, not some disease. So please, so please. 
Just open up your eyes, open up your heart to the truth, open up your heart to Jesus, open up your eyes and see that this is more, this is more than just an illness. This is a wake up call. There's more to this. There is more to this. We need to wake up. Take off your rose colored glasses and wake up. Just wake up. Wake up, church. Wake up, everyone. There's a word it is in, in, in Spanish called, this, uh, uh, how you say, desperta. Desperta, por favor. Just, just please wake up, church. Wake up. I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. And I just pray that everyone who who doesn't have Christ or who does have Christ but is stagnant and who uh, who just needs to be pushed and who just and who just needs to have more faith. I just pray that this resonates with you. I just pray in Jesus name that you'll wake up. That you'll wake up to the things that are surrounding you. We all need to we all need to wake up. We all do. We all do because this is not a game. It's getting really, really serious. And the time is winding down. The time is winding down and we need to wake up. We truly need to wake up. I just want to thank everyone for tuning into this podcast. I just want, I just want to thank, thank God for blessing me to be able to, to speak today. And I just pray that you will find purpose in what I said. And I, and I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will hear his voice. And if he's knocking on your door, I pray that you will let him in and you will accept him. And I just thank God for each and every listener out there. And I pray that everyone has a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord. Thank you so much. America's most political podcast, The Rage Cage. All arguing all the time. Susan just publicly embarrassed Jim in our debate on the economy. Next, geothermal heating and cooling. Jim. It can save the planet, save money, and it's consistently comfortable. Susan, isn't this just another scam by the powerful elites? I can't believe it, but I agree with Jim. Geothermal is better than fossil fuels in every way. Two guests agree? That makes me angry. Up next, healthcare. Geothermal, energy we can all agree on. 